So hello and welcome to another episode of that Disney Parks podcast. I had trouble remembering what this is. Um, I'm Nick. I sound awful because I feel awful. And so um, I'm going to disappear now. Um, I just thought it was right that I just said hello. So at least you knew I wasn't dead because I know what Craig's likely to, to say about me. Um, so instead, in this episode, we've got Craig. In the way to KP, fuck off, Nick. And uh, we're also joined by Ryan. Who? Hello, everyone. Ryan, you know Ryan. He's the one that used the bad views until <laughs> KP for the last Disney episode, and now it's KP instead. Um, Did so you yeah. manage to cut, cut your toenails last week, Ryan? <laughs> I, I, what, what, what I was going to say is, this episode is the one episode that everyone was looking forward to. Two, the two people with the most negative reviews coming together and, and hosting the show. Like two negatives time. don't make a positive duty. Yeah, right. streams cross the streams. That's what you got. It's what you got to do. So, I didn't know that type of show. What about a shower? <laughs> <laughs> right. What's so, another shave? So, Craig Ryan, <laughs> thank you very much for running the ship. Um, make sure you let me know when you're done. Um, and I'm not going to listen to this uh, until the very like until it get, gets edited. So, uh, Godspeed, you wonderful people, and I'll catch you on the other side. Go ahead, sling your hook, sling your hook, as my old man used to say. He's not going to listen to this until Sue Gray has published it <laughs> after, after the Met Office. I've um, the Met Busies, the Fuzz, the Pigs. I've gone through it and sharpied uh, out everything that's offensive. So you'll be, you'll be listening to this show um, when it be two words in 2025. For for the listener, right, Ryan, and welcome to the show, by the way. Uh, for the listener, please do us a quick Boris. Me? You want me to yeah, yeah. about Boris? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> sorry, just have a sip of my tea. Well, um, I very much um, wait for the um, uh, police report to um, finish the bubble. And yes, back to um, but Mr. Speaker. There you go. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So uh, you've already given it away. What are you drinking tonight on this special episode? A lovely cup of English breakfast twinings tea. Have you? Mm. That's a strange one. I've got Cherry Pepsi Max in honour of our soon-to-be leader because he sounded awful then, didn't he? He did. He did. You know what? I had some of that in the fridge. I should have done the same. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to raise a glass to him now, just in case. By the time the episode goes up. <laughs> just in case. As he presses upload, he dies. Ah, cheers, Nick. It was a blast. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. So, um, on tonight's show, Ryan, I I haven't really got any news. Nick said do some news. I don't do news, really. Um, if, have you got news? Have I got news for you? No. <laughs> he did uh, say so, something about um, Peter Dinklage and something's gone on with Snow White. We can cover it at the end on the films. The, oh, okay, the okay, okay. The but, uh, I think let's focus on your idea for the show and then we could do because I'd like to talk about Boba Fett at the end as well oh yeah Def Ogs mate Def Ogs so um, 
I listened to a Beatle podcast and I stole this idea. I've borrowed it from the Beatle podcast. Because we always do our top tens and our top fives and all, all this, don't we? You do it on your show all the time as well. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm really shocked, actually, that you listen to a Beatles podcast. That must come as a surprise to many people. Well, do you know what, right? I know you're anti-Beatles. Right? You know what? I watched the documentary on Disney Plus and I thought it was excellent. And it has given me a bit of... Oh. Bit of love for the Beatles, which I was saving for an episode where we were on together. Oh, thanks, mate. That 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 proper touched my heart a little bit, to be fair. Because you you normally either it's like Marmite, you love them or you hate them. Yeah. This this documentary on Disney Plus, the Get Back documentary, has literally introduced them to a whole new you know people like yourselves. You, you know, we're oh, fucking brilliant, made up. Um, so anyway, this this Beatle podcast I listened to, um, they were going through the albums just one by one, and it was like, pick, just basic, keep it simple. We don't need war and peace about this. Just pick your bronze, your silver, and your gold. Basically, your top three. But that's how they worded it. So what you know, and they ranked Beatles songs from Beatles albums, bronze, silver, and gold. And they had a brief little chat about each one, and then they moved on. And I thought that'd be brilliant on our, our type of show with the, the format that we do. Um, you know, something like there's two of us on tonight. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, sometimes there might be six of us on, but whatever. If we, if it's a slow news week or whatever. Uh, or Nick's dead. This could be what we could do this at Nick's funeral on his coffin, open casket, me and you, mics in hand. Bronze, silver, and gold of uh, of Nick's life. Nick's life. Um, we could oh. rank his children and his wife. We could rank <laughs> his fam- family members. <laughs> we could rank the Buffy. I don't know if, if, if on audio someone would have just heard me <laughs> spit tea all over my iMac. <laughs> we could, I mean, what sort of cravat was he wearing? We could rank his clothes in the coffin. Is that too dark? Yeah. No, I, I, I like it, yeah. The, the, the cravat was gold. The um, the Crocs <laughs> were Crocs silver. Yeah, silver. Oh, well, bronze, I'd say Crocs. And the shopping trolley they've put him in is uh, bronze. Yeah, no. they, went for, they went for Audi instead of, you know, your Sainsbury's or M- M&S. I mean... When I had the COVID and I thought I was going into the light, um, I did plan my funeral to be a podcasting um, extravaganza. All the top people, Lou Mangiello was going to fly in, Tom Corliss and Lou Mangiello were going to have a standoff in the car park, Lee Malaby, that Florida guy, everybody was going to be at my funeral. It was going to be the piece de resistance of podcast funerals. What that would have been incredible to be fair, wouldn't it? Yeah, and and one of my dying wishes would be that you were all podcasting at my funeral and you'd all release the episodes all at the same time. It's just a a crescendo, a climax, a oh, a pouring of love, an outpouring of love. The Mickey Waffles, the Mini Minxes, your mouse cats get back together and do a little special show in the corner. Bonnie Face turns up, he's got new teeth. Do you know what I mean? All that type of stuff. Well, I mean, I guess we could do that without, you know, without your death would be not, would be nice. Dan, be involved. Dan turns up, he drinks, 
he's literally got a beard and he does a 20 minute eulogy you can't <laughs> you, you, you can't shut him up he's there he's just waxing lyrical and everyone's like who knew what is this dan that's what happens when he gets on the sauce that's why he doesn't drink yeah so that was my plan but I'm I'm fighting for it now, so um, Nick can have it because he won't be along around much longer. Um, so you're going into this a little bit blind. I've got a, a few of them written out, and I mean this is a two-way thing. If one pops into your head, mate, give us your you know your, your Olympics or whatever you want to call it, your gold, silver, and bronze, your bronze, mm. silver, and gold. You can just fire one back at me and catch me with my pants down, maybe. Well, my, my pants down, as you said. For this whole episode so i might just do that i've got my pants firmly on my head to be honest <laughs> I, I look like um the worst spider-man ever do you know what I mean okay we're going no i'm joking i'm joking oh that's he's my he is my spider-man why why did you why are you mocking me so no i, I like Tony Maguire really he's gone old hasn't he he has he yeah. was, he was sinewy, wasn't he, in that film? I've not seen the film yet, but I've seen some stills. You what? I've, I've not seen the film yet. It's literally the greatest superhero film in the history of superhero films. I know, but I've just not had the chance to go to the cinema. Like, with Donna getting COVID and us having Piper. It's... Drawing the curtains, undrawing the curtains, relacing your shoes. Busy, busy. Sorting out yogurts into into date order in the fridge. God, I'm not the only one that does that. Well, it's, it's got to be done, Annie. Um, so Ryan, thinking of Walt Disney World, yeah. rank your bronze, silver, and gold of the six parks that make up Walt Disney World. Ooh. Okay, I can. I'll start with my gold. Well, that's the best one. So maybe start with your bronze. Well, I have always decided on my bronze. Okay. Um, oh, you go with your bronze then first, <sighs> and I'll tell you my bronze. Well, I'm going to go with my bronze then. Yeah. And I am going to say Blizzard Beach. Hmm. And I'm put that's purely on my experience, obviously. So don't be offended, nobbets. Um, but we have had some absolutely belting days in a private cabana, the family coming and going, somebody minding the babies and having a little sleep themselves. Everyone's having a bevy. Um, some of the sights you see in them water parks are amazing. You know, when you're at the top of the slide and everyone's in front of you. It's all when you're at the bottom of the slide and everyone's coming down them. It's just boss, mate. The kids love it. As the kids get older, they can off they can go on their own, go on their own little adventures, and you can just have a bevy. The food in the water parks, I think, is generally a little bit better, maybe, maybe. So there's my bronze. I think it's. A, I think it's. It's difficult to to put anything in bronze, but I think I think I'd agree with you actually. Oh. Because I I don't feel like like if I'm choosing a water park to go in bronze, it's probably not gonna it's not Typhoon Lagoon. I love Typhoon Lagoon. I think the theming is yeah but on the the wave pool is incredible. 
there's a beach. The theming's good, but it's not quite got the Typhoon Lagoon feel to it. I have a much more relaxing day at Typhoon than I do Blizzard Beach. Although I do like the winter summertime crazy golf course next to Blizzard Beach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Very handy. <laughs> but yeah, I, I actually I weirdly agree with you on the bronze. Thank you. So what have you put in? For my silver? Yeah. Again, like, I, I could put Typhoon Lagoon in my silver, but I feel like I'd be, I feel like I'd be a bit of a cop-out to have two water parks. Yeah, come on, man. So I'm going to put in Hollywood Studios. Okay. In my, sil- in my silver. And, that's, you know, it's still got a silver. So Silver's fabulous, yeah, yeah. Still, still, you know, still good. But it's... It's just the theming for me is just completely broken at the minute. You've got pockets of lands, which are great. I say lands. I think Galaxy's Edge is incredible. Toy Story Land is a mess, like a complete shambles. Utter, utter shit show that you can tell budget was cut left, right and centre on that land. But, and then the whole like era of Hollywood exists in like two streets. And then the rest yeah. of it's just a, just a mess, which is a real shame because I think in terms of theming, you know, maybe 10, 15 years ago, the park was almost spot on in terms of, you know, when you think about the theming and they've just lost it completely. And I think it's a real, a real shame to see it go that way. I think they've made some good improvements to the park. Galaxy's Edge attractions are good. Slinky Dog Dash is a great ride, but the theming has fallen by the wayside and you've got like the animation courtyard what even is that area anymore i th- i think you've li- absolutely nailed it there about six or seven years ago maybe hollywood studios was more or less perfect as a theme park mm. and the, the new stuff the toy story the star wars and dare i say the avatar taken from animal kingdom why didn't he put them three into a brand new park? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? As because what you've as you've said there, I mean, my silver two is Hollywood Studios. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And but that can happen. Shit can happen like that. That's why this is so brilliant. But um I haven't seen, I stood last time I was in Hollywood Studios, I stood at the um the bushes that they had across the entrances to stop you getting in and got shouted at by a cast member for daring to peek through the bushes at a Star Wars bin and lose me shit at a Star Wars bin. Mm. Um, so that was August 2019. So I haven't had the, the pure, unadulterated joy of Star Wars land. Um, it's almost people... I think it's, I mean, even as brilliant as Star Wars Land is, I think people have sort of turning on it a little bit, do you, mm. do, do you think? Yeah, I, I think I agree. I mean, I completely like, agree. Like, the first time I walked into Galaxy's Edge, I was blown That's away. It. And some some elements of it are done so well. But then there's there's always that back the bit of your back of your mind is saying, why isn't this Tatooine? Yeah. 
that's what I know and love. Why are they selling merchandise that I'm never going to buy because it's some, you know, crappy little cuddly toy thing that is like made for some Jedi family or whatever that you've never heard of and no one cares about. And you're just seeing the merchandise sat in these little stalls. Incredible talent behind the people that create them, but no one's buying it because they've had to invent some nonsense for why that merchandise is there and why you can't just go in and buy a Darth Vader t-shirt. Exactly. But, I mean, Galaxy's Edge, um, what's what's it actually called? It's not Galaxy's Edge, is it? It's... Uh, Batuu is the planet. Yeah. But it's... I think that the little, the little town that it's supposed to be has got a, a different name as well. It might be Galaxy's Edge, but uh, it's in a book. I've read the book. Mm-hmm. So... So as far as I know, that's the only place where it's referenced. And it was one of them, um, it was one of them time jumping books where it's talking about a time when Anakin Skywalker was still a Jedi. Um, and then when he was Darth Vader, he'd gone back with what's who's the blue baddie? Is it Thrall? Somebody? Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. So he'd gone back with Thrall and he's doing the bidding of the Emperor, and then he's there as um, Anakin because his beard has been kidnapped. Princess, um, what's her face? Princess, yeah, that's the one. Um, and it's a good little book. It's a cracking little book. But that's where's the film? Where where is it in a film? Let's get a film out there or or a Disney Plus series. Yeah, um, yeah, I agree. Um, Black Spire Outpost. Black Spire Outpost. There you go. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's a village. Called Black Spire Outpost on the planet Batu. In Galaxy's Edge, the Edge. Yeah, of yeah, Galaxy's Galaxy. Edge is the land's name, yeah. Or a Disney Plus um, show that is not based on any characters, no Boba Fett, no nothing. I mean, we're talking too long here. This is supposed to be a faster format, this, but listening to your theme park trader the other day, where you're saying about the timestamp, why have they timestamped it? Yeah. It's shocking. It's, it, it, it's crap. It's, it is crap. I, I want to meet Mando. I want to meet Grogu. I want, I want to meet General Grievous and all the characters that I've known from every single bit of film and TV show. And I can't meet... Well, I can only meet a handful of them in this land because of when it's set. Whereas, Universal did the same mistake with Potter. Mm, it was um, the Goblet of Fire. It was, that's right, you yeah. know, So it was all around that. And they couldn't do Christmas. They couldn't do the Dementors or Halloween. You know, and all these little things you can do now because they've done away with that. They, they literally ripped the ride down and put a new ride there anyway. But that needs... What, what is it on Star Wars Christmas? It's... Um, oh, yeah. Earth, peace, peace Day or Love so, Day yeah, or... Something like that, yeah. You know, imagine the T-shirts he'd sell. You back it on the happy, happy, whatever day it is. I mean, Avengers Campus has got it right. Like, literally, the week after that zombie episode of What If, or even days after that zombie episode of What If, Captain America as a zombie is roaming around Avengers Campus. Yeah. Literally. Galaxy's Edge can't do it. You can't do it because it's coming out of the time slot. Yeah. You can't even. I mean, where's Darth Vader? Well, he's meeting. At some other ridiculous part of the um, park, which is in Animation Courtyard for some reason. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Ridiculous. So, anyway, what's your gold? Come on. 
I know what your goal is. Yeah, I mean, it's Epcot, isn't it? I mean, but that's not saying that Epcot's perfect for me. At the minute, Epcot is in a completely mess with all the construction that's going on way longer than it should have been going on. But I mean, th- this this thing that they're putting in, the, gal- the Guardians of the Galaxy, now they're saying that it's a pavilion, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's not, is it? It's one ride, isn't it? It's one ride. Come on. You know, Maybe it's been do- donated by that planet that, that um, them yellow ships are from. can't remember what they're called. It's in the first galaxy, yeah. Guardians film. The, one of the ships has been put up there outside the ride yeah. now. It's all there, the big starship things. Um, but, I mean, that could have been in the new park, the new park me and you have just built. Yeah, I mean... It does feel like Disney is going to have to compete with Epic Universe in the, in the near future, and unless they, I mean, unless they announce something at D twenty three this year, nothing's going to be ready in time to to compete with that. They've they've shoehorned all their massive big hitters mm. into parks that didn't need shoehorning into. Yeah, because of they've got the the nucleus there of a brand new theme park. Well, yeah. Imagine a Guardians land, or even a even a, a space themed land with characters that they can use in Florida, yeah. with with Star Wars next door to that. And then you've got a couple of other lands, you know, a, a Pixar land. I mean, Pixar Place in Hollywood Studios is a is not, why are you even call it Pixar Place. It's, it's not. A, it's a disservice to Pixar. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, come on. Why Epcot? Why Epcot Gold? Massive nostalgia. To be fair, as you know, I've always been interested in tech. You know, I remember the days where Epcot was actually ahead of the ahead of the time when it came to tech as a kid, being really excited going into interventions and seeing all of the new ish gadgets and things that you could try. Spaceship Earth has always been Disney for me. It's it's just one of those attractions that you I sit on it and I know I'm in Disney and I'm on holiday and just it's so relaxing and you can't quite explain it until you know you're on that attraction that does that for you space birth is one of those for me and since getting older and obviously being able to drink world showcase is incredible especially during a food and wine festival during the week when it's quieter and probably the park where i'm most relaxed just because i can walk around world showcase enjoy a few drinks relax whereas every other park you're Definitely going from A to B and then to something else and then doing something else. And, you know, you still have some of that at Epcot, but it feels like you can tick off the big attractions early in the morning and then kind of basically just relax for the rest of the day and have, have a drink and something to eat. Yeah. I mean, for us, Epcot, the last two holidays, we've checked into Beach Club. We've strolled into Epcot and the first ride of the holiday two years running frozen ever after with our 60 day fast pass privileges that mm. we no longer have. Mm. Um, and then we go round then and we go meet the characters again. One of them I'm all for, I love meeting the characters with the kids. Mm. Um, and I love the organized fast pass events where you can walk in and you're guaranteed to meet four characters. You know, there's no pissing around. You go from character to character to character. You've got your time slot. You walk in, bang, you're done. And then we'd go and have a couple of bevies on the way back out. 
you know, we do, we do, maybe we do Spaceship Earth or whatever because you've landed and you're tired and you've checked in or whatever. Um, and we'd, we'd make our way back out or we, we'd go and get something to eat or something. Um, but drinking around the world is a very special event. Oh, it's, 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 a, it's a theme park game changer for me. As you know, tra- transitioning from non-drinking age to drinking age and being in Epcot is such an amazing experience. And I don't think I don't think Disney could ever promote it. You know, like say, I mean, we we were we were buying. Um, um, I think it was in the Rose and Crown. It would be four pints, no, six pints, I think, and four proseccos, hundred and forty dollars. Yeah. Right, and you put that into each each country, and you're spending a fortune. If you could buy uh, for a hundred dollars or whatever, and you got a, a drink, a measured drink, maybe a small, not a pint, maybe three quarters of a pint or something from each country. So maybe you're not legless at the end of it. That would be a brilliant event, wouldn't it? Oh, it'd be, it'd be incredible. I and I definitely, I definitely well, do it. And one of the big reasons <laughs> that you know we met up with couple of our friends a few years ago in, in Epcot is so we could do that and you know as you said not get absolutely rat ass and cause, cause trouble and I know there's there's a few people that do but there's a few people that do regardless of whether that challenge is is there or not but it's such a cool experience just going from country to country and just just enjoying yourself and relaxing with friends which is what you're supposed to do or family which is what you're supposed to do on holiday yeah, which way do you go? Is it Canada to Mexico or Mexico to Canada? Usually Mexico. Yeah, to Canada. yeah. We we've ended with a, a I think it's a, a maple whiskey or something in Canada. What we what we try and do is you know because obviously you've got frozen uh, the Mexican ride all that end. You can kind of do those as you're going past without being too drunk. Yeah. Whereas oh, if you finish that that side, by the time you get to Norway, you, you've had you don't want to be going on frozen ever after. Uh, my goal, I mean, this could change. This is the beauty of it. The next time we do something like this, because there's more people on, we might have totally different answers. My oh, yeah. goal, I'm going to say Magic Kingdom. It's got to be the Magic Kingdom. Mm. It's got to be. You walk in, Main Street, basically takes your breath away. The music, especially if you're there for for well, rope drops change now, hasn't it? But it used to be man, a man, a little, little, main USA, and all the with the railroad coming coming in, yeah, incredible yeah. experience that. Yeah, you know, you've saved up for two or three years, you've planned to within an inch of your life, and you're there watching this happen, and you just look over at your beard, and you you do that. The thing that they do in all the films when they've been through some shit, they do that. You do the head nod, don't you? You just go yeah, head yeah. nod, and she goes head nod, and then you start crying or something, and then you walk in, and you see that castle, and it's a park that we you know we start now with Epcot because we've been at the beach club a couple of times, but you would normally open your Disney holiday. You know, a couple of times we tried to get to be the family of the day. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah. So you get down to the... And I, again, I don't know if they still do it. I don't know if it may be you're sitting in a car or something going up Main Street instead, but you used to be on the train with all them characters. Yeah, that's right. 
and we, we got there like an hour before opening once and he said we oh you've just missed the, missed them they'd been there for about three hours this family of the day wow. <laughs> just to get picked um but the rides you can you can get on 90 percent of them with your kids you know with with mm. especially when they're little as well um yeah, it, it's got to be. I mean, Magic Kingdom has got everything. It's got everything. You know, we always do um, breakfast at Cinderella's Royal Table. Whether it's a nice meal or not, you're meeting the characters, you're meeting the princesses. The kids are absolutely mesmerised. It's just fabulous experience. Just everything about it. So there's my gold. Anyway, so. Well, before we, before we jump on to your next one. Go on. We, um, the friends that we're going in September, want to do the Royal Table for breakfast. Yes. They don't have, well, they will by then have a very, very small baby. Oh. Obviously, Piper will be two, just yeah. just past two by a couple of months. Is is it worth doing just to get into the park early at that age, do you think? Or should we just go, well, let's just do Be Our Guest quick service breakfast just to get those, you know, early morning empty theme, theme park photos i mean i know that you've done your own work with with piper so she'll know the princesses yeah like, oh yeah she will yeah, yeah she will literally lose her shit they're definitely you, worth doing at that age oh mate you you put her in a favorite princess dress make sure it's a princess that is uh, there for, for breakfast mm. and you get in early we've got footage it's on our, my youtube channel um of you get in that early so you have your up Main Street, you get to the hub, there's all the, the, the they're not cast members anymore, they're the Gestapo with the fucking shades on and the lanyards and the still they're, they're looking down at you. You go to one of them out with the iPads, yeah, you check yeah. you check in and you go round to the back of the castle where you go and put your name in. But then the welcome show on the stage, you get to watch it from the back. And then oh, when yeah. When the show ends, all the characters come and give you a private little thumbs up or a little wave or the ugly sisters will walk past you to go to their meet and greet in the corner at the back of the castle and the high five and yeah, and the kids who are there are all losing their shit. So you get that little treat. You get to see like a thousand people all in front of the castle and the the back of the show and then you go in photograph with Cinderella, go up the stairs, and then you get to meet the other princesses. Um, the, the princesses will love the little baby. How old is the little baby going to be? Like, Oh, she, the, he, I should say, um, it'll only be a couple of, like maybe yeah. three months. Yeah, so even a, a little three-month-old baby will be um, cooing and smiling and burping and farting and that. So the princesses will love the baby how close you can get in this new world or that I don't know. Um, That's the thing, yeah. It's expensive for what it is, but you can, I think, it, I think you got an alcoholic drink if you wanted to. I can't remember. Is it a mojito or something? Maybe. Okay. Check on the menu, but um, obviously we were in the dining plan as well, so it was totally different. Mm. Um, but the princesses love it, mate. They love it. It's, it's boss. Um, do it. No regrets. Do it. Piper will lose her shit. It'd be well worth it. You get some boss. That's the main reason. That's the main reason I'll do it. Hundred percent. Yeah. 
Yeah. Right, right, right. Thinking of Walt Disney World, rank mm. the modes of transport offered to you. So you've got not just the big hitter transports, you've got all the transports in the world in Walt Disney World, haven't you? Yep, yep. So what's your bronze? Cool. Um, I thinking I think my bronze will be the Walt Disney World Railroad. Oh yes. Just yeah. because, I mean, obviously it's not been around for a few years now. This is a real years, several years, yeah. Yeah, it's a real, real shame. I mean, we saw it going around parts of the track in 2019. I think they have to basically just keep the engine moving every now and again, make sure the tracks are okay, you know. But it hasn't been running since, I want to say like 2018, maybe even before that. Yeah, yeah. It's it obviously, there's lots of modes of transport that fall outside of this kind of bronze, silver, and gold. But for me, it's such a great trip just to sit, get in. You know, it's not usually the first thing that we'll do of a day because, you know, you need to run off to Space Mountain or Haunted Mansion or whatever. But it's such a nice trip to just get on at Main Street and do the full circle around the park. Yeah. It, what other theme park can you do that in? And people wave at you. Yeah. And you wave at people, and you might be a miserable bastard, but you wave at people because you're on the back of a steam train. Yeah. And it's going nowhere because you're not getting off it. Well, you might. <laughs> Sometimes you might. But what an experience. Oh, it's it's so much fun as well. Like You're going like two miles an hour, but having the time of your life. Yeah. I love it when you go to the Pirates. I love that. You get a little glimpse. No, not Pirates, sorry. Um, Splash Mountain. Mountain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, uh, the boat at the end of Splash Mountain. Yeah. I love that. You just get yeah. to see it for a little tiny bit. Bang, boss. Um, my bronze, then, is going to be... Oh, me. The City Bikes. The the, the the ones that you go around on the... Yeah, you hire them. Yeah, the, they're in most of the resorts. But yeah. my my fondest memories are um, on the boardwalk with my girls, just us three, mm. pedalling. Um, two of us are pedalling, and Grace is not pedalling because she was too little. She's in the back. And just going round. And you think the boardwalk is flat and level, and it's not. It's up and down like a horse knickers. It's fu- <laughs> <laughs> it's f- oh mate. So it's like thirty nine degrees. You you're with um like a fifteen year old or whatever who's got no leg muscles, and a twelve year old who's screaming at you in the back to pedal faster, and you're trying to pedal uphill, and the sweat is pissing out of you. You're all just laughing your heads off. I lost my phone on the. My iPhone one year pedaling round, and it was only I reached my phone to take some like some video footage, and my phone had gone. And I was like, Ooh! and we we went past the the, uh, the beach club, and we're on our way round to. Okay, thanks, Siri. Um, and. We were going, is it Jelly Rolls, the piano club bar or whatever? Yeah, yeah, Jelly Rolls, yeah. We are going past there, 
and I, Grace, eagle eye spotted my phone and it was still on the boardwalk. We got my phone back. That's that's the level of class that you get at the boardwalk, you see. Yeah, there's no robbing on the board as well. There's no stabbing. Or yeah. all, all stars, it would have been it would have been sold to someone else within minutes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All stars, they'd have crushed it down and snorted it. <laughs> or pop sensory. That's a little one there for K's ways. Yeah, um, there you go. Yeah, you'll enjoy yourself, love. Don't worry about it. Um, so, what is your silver? I will say very quickly. I've I've stayed at Pop Century and I loved it and would stay again. I'm considering it. I'll be honest with you. Um, next year's prices are so ridiculous. I am considering mm. Pop Century. So there yeah. you go. Because I've never heard had a, word, a bad word about it heard ever up until last week's episode. Yeah, <laughs> there was lots of words bad about it. Um, what's your silver then? Silver is the the boat that takes you to and from Dizzy Springs. And I'm talking about that specific journey just because, again, it's it's so relaxing and you have both ways you've got something to look forward to. If you're going towards yeah. Disney Springs, chances are you've got dinner booked or lunch or you're going to shopping or whatever it is. You're going back, you're going back to one of best hotels on property i think you know whether it be saratoga or Oakey west or i want to say port orleans maybe yeah yeah port orleans i stay off the boat yeah yeah um yeah Oakey west as well like, i love Oakey west it's it's a bit dated in parts but if you go on Oakey west it's the longest possible route to disney springs but on a nice evening it's it's just amazing you just again one of those really relaxing experiences in Disney World that I think probably a lot of people just either don't know exists or just don't bother. They think, oh, it's going to take twice as much time yeah. as a bus or, or driving. I may as well just do that, but take the boat every single time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I'll save my boat story. My silver is the monorail. It's got to be... It's got to be in a gold, silver, and bronze. It's got to be the monorail. It's 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 on. It's around people's Christmas trees. It's on all the merchandise. It's everywhere. It's the monorail. It's shit now and needs replacing. But mm. um, I think they've painted themselves into a corner with it. I, I don't know why because it's dead easy to replace a fleet of monorails. You just get them built. Do you know what I mean? Okay. They're not. They're, they're not it's not like money's a problem, is it? It's they're not expensive. I mean, our pendolinos that, that I drive, uh, that you were on the other day, um, they were built, they come into service in 2004 at mm. £11 million pounds a pop, and we've got about 55 of them. Yeah. Now, I don't know how many monorails Disney need, but they're not going to spend that much money on them. Well, if they are, they're getting ripped off. Yeah, well, yeah. and But, I mean, the technology that could be put into that, that monorail now, you know, you've got doors popping open in service. Um, we One of the last times I was in it, the air conditioning unit fell on top of me, come mm. out, literally come out the ceiling. And I had to, for the entire rest of the journey, I had to hold it up and tell a cast member, 
And again, the cast member literally did absolutely nothing about it. Hey, mate, that air conditioning unit there has just fell on my head and is now hanging down. All right, yeah, that was it. Yeah. I think that the pressure on performance in there is so intense that he just fucked me right off. But when you're on that monorail, especially if you've um, either walked through Epcot to go to Magic Kingdom, like what we did at Beach Club, that mm-hmm. first time you go into Magic Kingdom, that first time you get to see Space Mountain or whatever, the, the castle, all that type of stuff. Again, you're literally rolling a tear. You know. Oh yeah, I agree. I, I I completely agree. Um, as you said, like they do need to replace them. And you know what? Why why is there not little Mickey voiceovers when you're going to Magic Kingdom or Figment voicing over when you're going to Epcot? Yeah, you know, as, as part of that new fleet that they they're going to eventually have to to bring in just you know make that experience even more magical but no i agree it's such a great mode of transportation well you, you've got your you've got your magic bands with all your your id on you're walking in you know et says your name yeah <laughs> imagine if the monorail said your name as you walk as you sat down that type yeah. of stuff Little things like that, or come up on the posters like it does in the in the theme parks if they had posters in them. Uh, what's your gold then? What's your gold? What's your gold? What's your gold? Monorail. Oh yeah. It's it's it, as you said. You you kind of summed it up. It's the classic Disney World tra- transportation. I, as a kid, was lucky enough to go in uh, uh, along with the driver before they oh, stopped doing that. Yeah. And still remember the the view that the driver gets. You know, it's. And the, the simplicity of the controls as well. It's just such an incredible mode of transportation that you just associate with Disney and having a good time. Yeah. And, you know, I've got the monorail spiel on the theme park trailer intro for a reason. And that's because it, it just brings back so many happy memories of being in Disney. Okay. Therefore. What's your gold? So my gold is your silver so oh, it's what yeah so it's the friendship boat um i think they're called the friendship boats aren't they yeah they are you're right yeah yeah and mine again is a specific journey and it's from the beach club to hollywood studios mm. and it's because um you walk to epcot it's yeah. It's a 10-minute walk to epcot it'd take you longer to walk up the pier to get on the boat um so it would always, from memory, it would always go across to Swan and Dolphin and then on to um, Hollywood Studios. And that feeling of a morning when you might have your coffee or whatever you've bought or you've, you've used your refillable mug, which refillable mugs are shit, let's be honest, because you can only use them in resort. If you dare to take ha- half a cup of warm Dr. Pepper into a park with you, you're carrying your mug around with you then all day, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, that's the problem, yeah. Put refillable stations in all the parks. It doesn't cost you nothing. You know, we'd all love we'd all love you even more, but instead they sell them in the water parks. Just let us take our resort mugs in and use them. Yeah. But, uh, anyway, I digress. You're sitting on that boat and you're on your way 
and it's the start of the holiday. It's especially them them boats at the start of the holiday. You are so excited and so happy to be sitting on there. And then on the same, on the flip coin, we always try and on the last night of, of Hollywood Studios, because we always try and end the holiday in Magic Kingdom anyway, the last night of Hollywood Studios, we'll always try and get a boat back. And it's a different feeling because you know it's the last time you're going to be on that boat for yep. however long. So, But you reflect, that, like, you reflect on what a great trip. Yeah. I've done the same on the boat back from Dizzy Springs to Old Key West. And you go, you know what, that was a great trip. And those memories will come flooding back to you on that, that last trip back to the hotel or um, where, you know, wherever you're going. Yeah, absolutely. Um, right. I don't know I even know how long we've been going, but I don't give a shit. Um, ooh. Right, okay. Walt Disney World Resort. How many have you stayed at? Because I want you to put them into bronze, silver, and gold. I've stayed at quite a few, actually. Oh, good, good, good. I'll go first, then, because you need to get your head in order. Yeah. So my bronze is a place I've only stayed in two resorts. So they're going to be me silver and gold. Mm-hmm. So bronze is going to be a, a, a one to do, basically. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair, isn't it? So it's got to be the contemporary. Who doesn't want to stay in the contemporary? You've got a monorail going through. You can look over your balcony and watch Chef Mickey's. You know, it, there's, there's movement and noise and energy and atmosphere all going on all the time in that resort. It's phenomenal. And we, one of the, we've acted Chef Mickey's every time we've been on the dining plan and basically every time we've gone to Walt Disney World at some point. And then, this in 2017, we were cheeky and we went and asked the reception, "Can we have a tour of the one of the rooms?" Right, mm. and she said, "Yeah." So she radioed, and we goes up, and we've got photographs. Uh, we took the girls took their um, prosecco or whatever up, and they they posing for photographs on the balcony and everything like that. And then somebody says, "Where's Jack, me, me little nephew?" And then you can hear someone peeing. Oh, no. <laughs> and Jack had took himself off into... We were in this room that was ready and primed for new guests. So all the security seals on the toilet and everything, you know, all that type of stuff. This room yeah, yeah, cleaned yeah. and all that. There he is. He's broke... He's lifted the toilet seat up and he's just peeing in the, in the bog. <laughs> but she took us... They knew what they were doing. They took us to a theme park view. And, oh, my word, mate, if you could be sitting out there watching them fireworks every night of your holiday, you would do. You literally would do. So Yeah. My my uncle stayed there with my aunt and, and his two kids and, yeah, had a, had a view and said it was incredible. You know, well, I've, I've eaten a California grill once. Um, I've drank in the wave that's now departed and it's called something else now um i've drank in that little bar outside chef mickey's um i've i've drank in most places 
that's where you, <coughs> pardon me, friends, um, COVID, that's where you go. We did the um, the Pirates Party cruise twice. I can't remember what it was mm-hmm. called. Pirates and Pals, I think. Yeah. And you left from one of the conference rooms. The conference room was laid out in a, a dessert buffy style. There was a bit of savoury stuff, but it was all desserts. It was all drinks. I think I want to say it was soft drinks. I don't. I don't think there was alcohol. And then you meet me and Captain Hook in there. Um, our grace was lucky enough to be a flag bearer. There was two boats left, so you were split into two groups. And with two uh, comedian stand-up pirates, basically, giving it all the bifters. Uh, And then you walk down onto your boats, and then he does a stand-up routine out on the lake. What's the lake called? Uh, Seven Seas now? Yeah. uh, Is it called the Seven Seas Lagoon? Is it the Seven Seas Lagoon? The big one that the big boats go over. You go out onto that. And... um, they basically do this stand-up routine. They have you all singing. They, they rip on you. So me and Kerry had the piss ripped out of us for something or other. Um, I think I, he called me Craig and he called her Caroline or something like that. And people still call us that now because of it. Um, the kids on, on Forgotten, they get little prizes while you're on the boat. And then he basically drops anchor. And the music, he doesn't like, but you know what I mean. And they... Um, the music is piped through and you watch the fireworks out at sea on the boat. Fucking brilliant, mate. And then when you come back to dock, Peter Pan is waiting for you. Yeah, I mean, that definitely is something I'm going to be doing when, when Piper's older, for sure. I don't know if it's still a thing, um, but we, we did it twice and we... Both times, it was a little bit different the second time, I think. I think it was more desserts and a little bit less stand-up or something. I can't remember. Maybe it was a bigger boat or something. I can't remember the, the differences. But I don't know if it was floundering at that point. Maybe it's been caped. I don't know. But that's a contemporary anyway. Nice. Your bronze, then. What's your bronze, baby? My, my bronze is Coronado Springs. Yes, it's absolutely incredible resort. So again, like a lot of my things keep going back to relaxing, but it feels like there aren't a huge number of families that stay at Coronado Springs. Obviously, it's a um, is it, a, is it, is it a convention? convention convention center? I was going to say conference, yeah, yeah convention center. So a lot of families choose to avoid this hotel, which was great for you know Donna and I going as, as a couple before we've had Piper, there's loads of great um, restaurants and bars and things. Now they've got the the new tower as well, which is pretty cool. But it, it's just one where you can walk around and it's just super chill. The restaurant that we've been to is Maya Grill, which is in the main, main building, kind of Mexican food. Really, really, really good food there as well. I think I had like seafood fajitas, which were really, really good. But it's just... A super relaxed atmosphere, which you often don't get. You know, our previous trips from the first time we stayed here, we were staying at um, All Stars. Kind of, we stayed at All Stars Music, Sports, Pop Century, great hotels, but they're really, really 
you know, they're busy hotels. A lot of people yeah. are staying at them. This is a very different vibe and super relaxed. Did, I mean, what's the transportation like? Is that on, has that got the Skyliner? That's Coronado now. No, I think that's Caribbean Beach that's got the... Yeah, it's Caribbean Beach, in it? So is it just buses and the boats to Disney Springs? Yeah, it's just it's just the buses. I'm, I'm, I'm sure the boats... Yeah, I'm sure the boats go to Disney Springs, don't they? Yeah. Trying to think. I don't actually know. I don't think they do. Oh. No, I don't... Don't no, I don't think there's a the 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 water at Coronado takes you anywhere. Okay, so just so just buses. I mean, I'm I'm scratching around for next year's holiday as well while we're chatting. I'm I'm getting inspiration. For, I'm sucking you up like a sponge, Ryan. That's what I'm doing. Coronado Springs is it often is like it often comes up way cheaper than I'd expect it to, which is yeah. really odd. You have to catch it at the right time, but I would you know I. In some cases, prefer staying here than some of Disney's deluxe resorts just because of how relaxed it is. I think the new tower has given Disney an excuse to add a bit more heavy pricing into it, but yeah. otherwise, it's just, yeah, a, a really nice chill resort. Definitely worth staying at. Okay. Um, I've got no reference of it, but I'll take it on board what you said and all that. Lah. Um, my silver then is going to be the only other place I've stayed, Port Orleans, uh, Riverside. And that place, we paid extra for a, a, a princess suite. Mm. So, so we had the fireworks over the head, head, the beds, the head thing at the bed. Um, we had a nice little letter off um, Princess Tiana. Um, it, it, was, it was such a weird resort, right? Because very much like you're saying there with Colorado Springs, we are, we quite often would be walking back to our room and we'd be the only people there. Mm, yeah, yeah. So you are literally on your own in this huge like resort, this huge complex, walking back to your room and you felt like you were the only play person staying there. Yeah. You, and then we we stayed, we found this little pool, this little private pool, just near our our um, room. And we were the only the people the only people ever used this pool. It's like we had our own pool. Yeah, because a lot of people use the main pool there. Because I, I stayed at um I stayed at French Quarter, but you can walk obviously walk between them. That walk yeah. is lovely as well. But it was just so chilled out. Um I think we had breakfast over. So to get to the breakfast area, we had to walk over the river. Um, and that's where, I was going to say Sideshow Bob, but Yeehaw Bob plays and all that. Um, we didn't we didn't go and see him. And I'm gutted we didn't now. I think he's back, isn't he? But he, he is back, yeah, yeah. Uh, we didn't get a chance to go and see him. I'd highly recommend, I believe his show is absolutely wonderful. We we could hear him of a night time as we were walking back. Um, when he was playing, you could you could hear, it was that loud. You could hear it blowing on the wind, type of thing. But it was just a very relaxed vibe, and we we only went into um, into the big pool on the last day. We so we st- when we went in 2015, we went there first, schoolboy era, and then we come out and we went and stayed in a villa for a week. 
And the Villa for a week was such a come down after being made to feel so special in Port Orleans Riverside. Mm. You know, we we actually got to the Villa. There was a few, a few little issues with the Villa that needed rectifying. There was exposed wire and um, wardrobe doors had come off, all that type of stuff. So I had to kick off as soon as I got there and get these things repaired. I said, we're going to parks. When I come back, I want them sorted. Otherwise, we're checking out. And we went up and we were there and we were pricing up to go back to Port Orleans that week because we just fell in love with the place. Um, And this is another one where the price seems to go up and then it seems to go down and then it seems to be really expensive and then it seems to be really cheap. Uh, you don't know what the play is, do you? Whether the, there's a refurb going on or or what? But yeah, that's my silver. It's, it's a great resort, yeah. So I've stayed yeah. in the French Quarter, and I'd I'd happily go and stay there again. Okay. What is your silver? Uh, so my silver is Oakey West. It's I kind of touched on it earlier. It's it's a little bit dated in parts, but it's such a, it's a massive resort, but it's a really, really like wonderful resort to stay at. Obviously you've got the boat service from Dizzy Springs. Olivia's Cafe is a really good resort restaurant. In particular, they serve um, key lime stuff, which is obviously right up my street. And they serve my favorite alcoholic beverage in the, in the bar next to, the restaurant, which is a chocolate martini. And I think it's, I'd say it's maybe my top three chocolate martinis I've had in Walt Disney World. <laughs> I've had a lot. It's right. If I see it on the menu, it's, I'm having it. But it, again, it's that thing, isn't it? That you're in the, the resort bar, you're two minutes from your room probably, or five minutes, whatever. Yep. So... It's all the ambience of that chocolate martini itself. Oh, yeah. If you're, having, if you're having one in a park and it's in between rides and it's a million miles an hour, it's a different experience to if you're just kicking back your shoes, chilling, relaxing. Yeah. Or, or you know, which I've done in the past, made one at home, sat on the sofa and gone, this is, yeah. this, this, this feels quite sad. <laughs> you're sitting there with your Mickey ears on and your undies. Yeah. In an old Key West room using my VR headset. Yeah, um, is this is this a DVC resort? It was it was the first DVC it resort. Was the yeah. So to stay in there, as everyone had to exhort, you know, can I can somebody like have you had to buy them points off people no. or no no? So often the rooms are just available through oh, Disney. Right. I don't think every room is DVC. I mean, someone who has more knowledge on DVC might correct me. But I've never had to by any points i think they basically wait and see how many dbc members are booking the rooms and then we'll release some of the rooms to everyone else because yeah. I've, I've stayed here i think four times maybe three or four it's definitely three maybe four and each time i've gone through the website but it's it's always the one of the last hotels that has any availability because i think they're waiting to see what happens with the dbc members right so it's one to look out for yeah, no, really, really good. It's massive. It's a ridiculously big resort. And that's, you know, if you get the wrong bus stop, it's a pain in the ass. Yeah. But other than that, it's, it's great. Okay. Um, my gold is the beach club. 
it's it's gone so popular at the moment it's ridiculous mm. um the prices for the beach club have gone through the absolute roof but oh, you, you you walk you drive up that drive and you know you walk in and there's a fella on there and he says welcome home like they all do and that that lobby is just the big comfy chairs are everywhere it's 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 strange because it's not a quiet lobby do you know what i mean it's not a quiet lobby it's a busy lobby yes i've been in been in the beach club um a few times because we often find ourselves eating at um oh the, the restaurant just around the corner this yacht and steakhouse the steakhouse one or the beaches no, and cream the, yeah the ice cream one yeah yeah, peaches and cream. Yeah, peaches and cream. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Strangely, we've never eaten in there. Oh, you've got to go. You've got to go. When we went in twenty nineteen, it was uh, refurbished. Yeah, I was going to say it was being referred, wasn't it? Yeah, twenty seventeen. I don't know what happened. I think because we were such a large party, and it doesn't seem to have. <laughs> You'd probably close the restaurant. Yeah, exactly. Um, so we left it. We didn't even realise there was a window. We could have just went and got stuff from do you mean but oh no you've uh, got to have the um you've got to go there for for mains as well as desserts the, the food in there is really good as well so many good memories of the pool um just like the, the sand i mean they say it's sand it's not it's ground up glass basically i we did drinking around the world in 2019 and we carried on drinking when we got into the beach club and as our parents the girls said the kids want to go in the pool. So this is like eight, nine o'clock at night. Mm. Um, fabulous. So it's it's dead hot. We're in the pool. The pool's basically empty. There's us in it. And we're throwing a, a little sponge American football between each other. And the kids are diving in the water and catching it and all that palaver. And somebody threw me the ball. And I dived forward to catch it like a gazelle leaps through the air. And I took all the skin off basically all 10 of my toes. Ooh. Yeah, on this glass, on this sand. And it was, it, it was, I don't know if it was the glass. I don't know if it was the water. I don't know if it was a combination of the two. But them wounds didn't heal for about two months. Wow. I don't know if it was the location on the like on the toes and the circulation was so poor down there that it did they didn't scab over or nothing. But I had to walk, you know, the next day I've got to walk around the parks and mm. every one of my toes was festering, a festering fucking mess, basically. Um that's the only negative at the beach club. Um my sister and I used to rob the croissants. <laughs> <laughs> We had fucking snack credits coming out of your ass, don't you? The way you do. Oh yeah, yeah, you do. And every morning, if somebody out of each rooms, it was job to go and get the coffees and and the breakfast bits and bobs. And my sister-in-law's snack credits aren't going down at all, and she was like, "Oh yeah, I just go down and get me free coffee, I go and get a croissant, and I just walk out. No one's asked." <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell. Yeah, absolutely brilliant. Um, 
but uh, the rooms, you know, the, the first time we stayed 2017, we got upgraded. We didn't realise. So we had a, a view of the lake. So I'd go out there with my Joffrey's coffee uh, every morning, sitting on the veranda, just watching the friendship boats, watching the odd jogger running past, you know, that type of stuff. It's just yeah. lovely. Uh, the second time, we didn't even realise we'd had an upgrade, to be honest. The, the second time, we were looking at the uh, the air conditioning units and we didn't have a, a, a balcony. It was a bit shit. But still the beach club. It was still lovely. We still, had, we still got bladdered. We still had a boss laugh. Sound. Go ahead. It's on, my, it's on my list, I have to say. It's it's the hotel I wanted to stay at um, last year when we, when we were going. So it's it's high up on my list of hotels to go to when the prices mean that I don't have to sell a kidney to go. Yeah, they, they need to settle down. Yeah. So you mentioned uh, jumping like a gazelle. Yeah. So my gold is the Animal Kingdom Lodge. <gasps> so again, similar to you, like so many memories here. I think that the hotel is just like nothing I've ever stayed at. The, the theming is incredible. The bus journey from Animal Kingdom, I mean, it's like if you catch the bus at the right time, it takes like 30 seconds, like literally like a minute to, to get to Animal Kingdom from, from the hotel. It's a, it's a Joe Rody special. Like he was just given all the budget in the world to build that hotel and it pays off. Like it's the theming is amazing. The food, I mean, we're going into Kadani Village, obviously, there's two Jumbo House and Kadani Village, which is the DVC part of it. But Sana at Kadani Village is one of the best restaurants in Disney World by a country mile. Which what one's the Buffy? The Buffet is Boma, which is incredible as well for breakfast. Yeah, we we've we've eaten there for we had a meal there, um, tea one night. It was, oh, it was phenomenal. It's all like um, curries and stuff like that. Seem mm-hmm. to remember spicy marinated meats and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's good. I've had the I've had the dinner once, but usually we do the the breakfast. But if you're gonna if you're gonna go for dinner, definitely head over to Sana, which is in Kadani Village because it's just amazing. It's a you know it's a proper kind of sit down restaurant. The bread service. If you if you have nothing else, get the bread service at Sana. Is that the one with all the dips? Yep. And there's like a secret dip you can ask an off-menu dip. And yep. it's like a volcano in your gob. Oh, I'd love that because you're sitting there, you're supping a nice beer, and you, you've got your bread and you've got your spices. Yeah, I'm down with that. I mean, we did three weeks here for our honeymoon. And by the end of the trip, we were like, we just, we're still not bored of the, of the hotel room. Like, we had a view of the... Um, of the animals from the balcony which again like similar to what you were saying looking out on the lake seeing the friendship boats just waking up in the morning and just going to the balcony and seeing the animals walking outside is it's just amazing uh, it's it's not one that's ever i mean I've, I've been in there and you're right it is absolutely phenomenal but because it's so far away it's always put me off so mm. what what's the journey time like to Magic Kingdom? Are the it's a deluxe resort, isn't it? It is, yeah, yeah. So it's got to be well serviced with buses because the deluxes won't accept anything less, will they? Don't 
that there's, you're right like there's one the bus stopping um jumbo house which is where the non-dvc people stay um they stop there on the way out so they stop at kadani village first there's yeah. not that many people that stay at kadani village to be honest not when the, not when we've been there so the bus service is pretty good maybe like, like 15 minutes to magic kingdom maybe less than that it's it yeah. sounds like a long time but it's 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 not really at all and we 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 undenied about staying here again for our honeymoon because of that reason. But we were like, what's what's getting up 10 minutes earlier or or whatever it may be? You know, you've got the Disney buses coming through on your phone. If you're staying in Jumbo House, it's all in one place. So you literally just walk, you get the lift or you walk downstairs and the bus stop is right outside the hotel and there's only one bus stop. And I mean another question, can you smell the zebra shit? No, you can't. They, they must be using a bit of Disney magic there. <laughs> yeah, none of them have got arseholes. They're all animatronics. <laughs> none of them eat. They don't do nothing. Um, but no, I, I proposed to Donna at this oh. hotel. We found out we were having Piper on the first day of our honeymoon in this hotel. Obviously, proper special memories there, then, mate. Oh, yeah, yeah. Big time, big time. And I can't wait to take um, Piper here at some at some point. Won't be this year, but at some point. She's already been. She has already been, technically, yeah. I mean, when you walk into that lobby, it does just fucking blow your socks off, doesn't it? It does. It's huge. Yeah. It is uh, incredible. Yeah. And it's always really... I mean, I, I haven't looked at the prices for it for next year yet, but it's always reasonably priced as well for the deluxe. It, yeah, this is what's always struck me because I've been in every Disney hotel. Obviously, not stayed in all of them, but the relatively speaking, when you price this like the lodge up against contemporary, I know it feels like the contemporary. You're paying more for the location than anything else. Yeah. Um. What's the What's the other one? The other nature one. A wilderness lodge. Wilderness lodge, right? That. Again, that goes up and down like you wouldn't believe. Mm. That that's a that's a deluxe, and it's on the it's a Magic Kingdom resort. But you, the only way to it is a boat, yeah, um, or a bus, obviously. But that you know, you're just on the side of a lake. By any, you're going to get mozzies. I mean, the pool in there is amazing. What's the pool like in Animal Kingdom Lodge? Yeah, it, it's it's good to be fair. It's not it's not the best resort pool and um, we we don't i mean before piper we didn't spend too much time around the pool we were usually out and about every day so it's it's it does the job but it's not the best pool in the world for a deluxe resort be, like being honest yeah. um i think i'll have to consider it now what do you want to do do you want to start talking about something else because i've got loads here and we could talk about you know your snacks, your quick service, because you can do anything with this, can't you? Your favorite toilets. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, I mean, so, I guess I guess we could we could save some for another time and, and talk about yeah. some TV, TV and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've done what you've done and started looking at um, Animal Kingdom Lodge prices now. Have you? Oh, what's it looking uh, like? It's not terrible. We've had some fucking oh my god! Um, 
we've had some prices off Virgin for next year's holiday, um, ranging from 14 grand is as cheap as we've got it, right? And then that's just for us, for a family of four. But if know. if we push the boat out as a family of four, I think it was um, 24 grand. That is insane. Yeah. Now, that was premium, you know, premium out, flying there and back, um, seven nights at the Hard Rock, and 14 nights at the boardwalk with all your park tickets included for both Universal and Disney, right? And I can guarantee you yeah, the majority of that was the flight money. Um, mm. Where Coff and Karen, who we're going with, the six of them, so they need two rooms now because the babies are all too big and they've got to buy seats for the plane and all that. They're already... I haven't told them this, and she doesn't listen to this anyway. So, uh, their holiday was coming in at thirty-eight grand, top top dollar. That's insane, isn't it? That is insane. I've just it? just looked at Animal Kingdom Lodge. The price uh, for two weeks is the same that we paid for three weeks. This just includes the room and the Disney tickets. This the same price that we paid for three weeks in twenty nineteen. And it doesn't include the dining plan. Yeah, that's the thing. Now, you know, I mean, we've we've got it. For, we've got this holiday. No, we haven't booked it. Standard flights, um, staying at the Dolphin, mm. and park tickets were included. But we'd have if we wanted to do what we wanted to do, we'd have to take them off now and add them at a later date. Um, that was the fourteen grand one, and the Dolphin is on Disney property, but it's not a Disney hotel. Yeah. So, for ex- example, the buses won't drop it off at the Magic Kingdom. They'll drop it off at the ticket and transportation. So then you've got to get a boat or a monorail across. Just little things like that. Um, but then it's three grand cheaper than the boardwalk or beach club or whatever. Three or four grand cheaper, in fact. It's half the price, almost. Yeah, so, for, for a journey on, on a boat. Yeah. Um, so I mean, yours has gone up. That's that's a considerable price, I. Eh? And um, and like you say, you've got no free food. Well, basically, if you if you factor in the food and the additional, well, the third week, which is obviously now gone down, I'd say there's an additional three to four grand on 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 a, on a trip. Compared to 2019, just for the room, just, just for, a room, for a room, just for a room and tickets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The dining plan makes a big difference to the, to that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've been talking to Gaina a lot about the holiday. I've been speaking to her every other day. Me personally, I think last year's dining plan deal was a, a, a test run, a, a beta version, if you will, of what they will will offer. In the future, mm. because all the all the dining plan stickers have gone off all the menus now. Oh, have they? Yeah. Well, if you watch the vloggers who who zoom in on the menus and stuff, the little dining plan symbols have gone. Mm. So, so that would signify to me that if they do offer a dining plan, it's going to be a monetary one. Yeah, just be a gift card or whatever. Yeah, and they'll 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 have the price point that works. 
you know, if if we were getting five hundred dollars per person for for us four, that's two grand. You know, that might get you what well, might get you ten sit down meals. If you're lucky, yeah. If you're lucky. But what it I think um, I think Kate said on the last or or Sinead said one of them what happens when you're on the dining plan is you eat steak for two weeks mm. or, or steak and lobster <laughs> off every menu because you look you go to the menu you go straight to the menu and you're like that what's the most expensive thing I can have on here yep yeah yeah it's true so you have steak to start steak tips to start followed by steak with steak fries and then steak for dessert I mean I've even gone Oh, I'm not, I'm not really sure on that dessert. I've never tried it before, but it's the most expensive thing, so I'll do it. Yeah, yeah. Your shit's got rind on it when you're in Walt <laughs> Disney World. <laughs> Literally. Um, but we're going to quickly talk about a bit of Boba Fett. You seem to have fallen absolutely in love with this show. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm loving it. I guess we should say potential spoilers, but I've, I've done all of the episodes up until now. I think we've got the last episode coming out this week. Weirdly, the one episode I thought was, it was still good, was the one with uh, Mando in it. Yeah. yeah. It, so why is this not an episode in the next series of Mandalorian? Yeah. I, it I was... Just, this was unnecessary. I mean, they could have done the whole story there of Mando getting um, brought in in the first 10 minutes of the episode even before oh, the yeah. show, even before the title come up they yeah. could have just they, all that stuff that went before uh, with the sword and everything like that um, and the fighting on the, on the bottom of the, of the Halo planet the Halo, think, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that, that didn't need to be in there, I, I mean it, it moved his story on and it, it put you in a place where he's going to spoilers. Um, he wants to go and meet Grogu again and stuff. So that opens a can of worms, doesn't it? Yeah, it does because he won't be allowed to. He won't be allowed to. But people are starting to, to talk now of Grogu was in the the massacre of the Jedi Temple thing when mm. in the Luke Skywalker. Um, yep, when. Um... Solo, Kylo Ren, yeah, went rogue and blattered them all. Yeah, I mean, he, I like who it is. He was, unless unless Luke trained him individually first. But you think it takes years? He'd still be with him. Yeah. Um, but I, I mean, overall, what are you thought of the series? Because it's been panned. It, it has, but. I've really enjoyed it because like people are saying, oh, Boba Fett uh, wouldn't do that. Boba Fett wouldn't do this. It's like he had about five lines in, yeah, in the yeah. films. How the hell do you know what he would do? Yeah. And they, uh, they, they padded his story out in the Clone Wars and in, I think mm. he's in, is he in Rebels as well? Yeah, I think he is, yeah. I think. But he's, he's definitely in Clone Wars, isn't he? Yeah, he is, yeah. As a little boy, he's in Rebels as a little boy, isn't he? I'm trying to think if he's in it or not, I can't remember. I've seen Clone Wars more recently than I've seen Rebels. Yeah, but they do they do give him 
a bit of a, a bit more story. Obviously, yeah. you see him in the prequels, you know, and you you get his origin story in the prequels. So, if you're a purist in the in them in the first three films, he does only say about five lines, but you do get a a, a bit of what he is. And I, me personally, I've lo- absolutely loved this series. Yeah. Just, I can't emphasize how much Star Wars is in every episode. It is pure immersion in the Star Wars Star Wars universe, isn't it? Oh, it is. And they've got even even little things like some of the droids being from Star Tours. Yeah. Those little details. I've I've just enjoyed it. You know what? Not everything in the Star Wars universe. Why does everyone just have to pour apart every small detail? I think the, the classic example is the the 50s inspired speeder bikes. Yeah. Yeah, they stood out. They, you know, there's no getting around the fact that they stood out. But in episode two, I want to say, there's a 50s style cafe that Obi-Wan goes to. Yeah. And everyone George, rallied against that. George George Lucas was part like massively inspired by the 50s. I mean, look at American graffiti. Like it massively it helped inspire. Star Wars and some of the some of the nods to various different cinema eras that are in Star Wars films come from George Lucas's love of different eras of film. Yeah, westerns, westerns, uh, yeah. the Nazis, World War Nazi II. Germany. Big fan of those. Yeah, you know all all it's all in there. I mean, in Star Wars, they're playing chess on on the um, yeah. Millennium Falcon. Yeah, or their version of chess. Is everyone you know? In in um, I think it's episode two. Uh, Anakin has got a floating pair, and he floats a pair across the pandemic. He don't have pairs in space a long time ago, and all that. Yeah, I mean, I wish I could do. That. I, I end up just throwing mine uh, at people <laughs> rather than flung it across. It's not quite as romantic. I'd fucking take an eye out with it. <laughs> <laughs> right up the fucking. No, it doesn't matter. Um, but this. It, it's a one or two episodes left. I got a tweet off Disney Plus, or an automated tweet off Disney Plus today, hmm. saying, don't forget Boba Fett. So I think something big's going to fucking come down, go down on this one. I think this is the last episode. Right. So on Wednesday, yeah. Do you want a big game, a big kick on this? Then something, some major shit's going down on this. My, yeah, my... I don't know if they're going to bring back another character like they did in, in Mando. Yeah, maybe they'll have uh, Han Solo turn up or something. You know that um, that Wookie, the big uh, angry, oh, yeah. um, right? He's he's in the comic books. Oh, is he? So yeah, yeah. So he's a real pay. You know, he's in the he's in the uh, canon. There's so many things I could branch off from this. There's so many oh, yeah. ways. You know, he could end up with it'd be a shit series because you remember understand the fucking words he's saying like but it'd all be diet it'd all be uh thingies at the bottom subtitles but yeah i mean I, i'd watch a show on any of the characters that are featured in in this so far to be honest give me a life in the, in the day of a corrupt mayor instead of a corrupt prime minister that'd be nice wouldn't it <laughs> yeah it, it was i mean how many times have you been in that cantina <laughs> yeah but if, you know, and that that one little 
cantina is that's where Han Solo shot first, didn't he? I think it. I think it might be. I think it is. I think it's the same cantina, yeah. And it's in it's in Mandalorian as well. Mm. You know, it, it's it's phenomenal. And then very soon, the rumor is uh, May the Fourth. We're going to get the Obi Wan series. Yeah, I think that's probably like quite likely. Now, the thing with that, right, that is shitting me nugans. Is Darth Vader's going to be in it? Yeah. Hayden Christian is coming back and is yeah, going to be back. Darth Vader. Now, Josh off Biff Pow Bam, when um, the last Star Wars film had come out and everything, I said, I messaged him, I said, look, I've got, I've subscribed to the Marvel uh, app, blah, blah, blah. Mm. I want to learn more about and it was Clone Wars, I'd watched Clone Wars as well and everything. And I said, I want to learn more about Darth Vader. And he, he sent me these comic book story arcs. And one of them started literally as he's being made into Darth Vader. Yep, another one you mean. And it's the Inquisitors, are they? Yep. And they're going up, round and up what's left of the Jedis. Because mm-hmm. in that film, you think all the Jedis are gone and there's only basically two Jedis left. There isn't. There's loads left. Yeah. And these guys and Darth Vader, Darth Vader gets his ass handed to him a few times. Literally, he gets his ass kicked by some of the Jedi's, but ultimately kills him. Spoiler. But what, you know, where's the Darth Vader series? Yeah, I mean, it's it's mad for me. There's a few that I think would do really well. Darth Vader, literally get with the Inquisitors, just going out and finding the Jedi would be an incredible series that Hayden Christensen would would definitely jump on and do for me I mean I'm a big fan of General Grievous but he's got a backstory that yeah. wasn't really explored in the films I know it because I think again I think there's a comic book or a book I can't remember which one it is but a series on that like how does he become General Grievous all of that would be cool Yoda like going Yoda's, back to when he was a young Jedi yeah Yoga's Grogu story yeah like how did he become I mean the the new books and comic books they've got I have a feeling that's where the film's going next because I think Yoda is about 400 500 in those comic books and books so it wouldn't surprise me if the next trilogy or the next Star Wars film took place a little Yoda a little man about town he's listening to his disco he's got his stacks on he's got big sideies he's flares the Jedi yeah, he's giving it all that. Oh, fucking hell, mate. Balls deep. That's that's the Yoda we want to see. That is the Yoda we want to see on the gear. Yeah. Absolutely smashing it. Like he, He's not got that walking stick because uh, because he's old. He's done some things. We all know he's, that. He's done some shit. He's seen some things. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yoda offers tits with a gambling uh, drug problem. <laughs> Instead, they give us Cassian Andor, which I don't think any Star Wars fan asked for. Oh, oh fucking hell. Which I'm sure it'll be a good series, but it's not exactly a, a series where there's a single Star Wars fan going, you know who I want to see more of? Cassian Andor. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it could it could tie into other stuff. The, the well, end of so it, it could, yeah. The end of solo, 
um, we had Watts' face come back in with the Phantom Menace. Yeah, I was going to say it, it could tie together some some of those bits if you know if that's the way they bring back more and it moves into you know they're trying to tie something else in with that. Then I'm, I'm all for it, but I'm sure it'd be a good show. It's just a an interesting character to give the you know the whole show to. And you've got all the you've got all the, um, the Darth Maul and the um, the planet of Mandalore and all that. Yeah, he, Man- even... Mandalore is definitely going to be playing a big part in series three of Mandalorian. Oh, it's got to be, Annie, because he's got to go and cleanse himself. And that um, is it, the Watcher or someone, whoever that woman is. That um, but and, you know, in the most recent episode. Yeah, she's a wrong and she's she's a villain from somewhere. I don't know who she is yet, but she's she's definitely a wrong one. What if she takes her helmet off, right? And she, it's Darth Vader underneath. It's Darth Vader's helmet underneath it. <laughs> you imagine? Or it's, or it's Yoda <laughs> on stilts. Yeah. <laughs> the way that is. <laughs> yeah. What do I did? <laughs> yeah. Um, what else do you want to talk about? That's what, I mean, that's what I've been watching on Disney Plus every week, to be yeah. fair. Well, um, Hit Monkey. Yeah, that's on my list. I've not started it yet. Have you watched it? I have. I've been through about the first five or six episodes, and it is brutal, mate. It's violent. It's it's on there. It's not on. It's in Marvel, obviously, but it's on Disney Star, so it's yeah. coming in that way. And it is brutal. It's brilliant. I mean, even the the synopsis of the show. I mean, I've never I've never heard of the um as a character before, but I'm, it it seems right up my street. And it's a Japanese snow monkey, aided by the ghost of an American assassin, goes on revenge goes on a revenge quest through the Tokyo underworld. Yes, yeah. Come in. Now, I don't know if it's been made for that market and then it's been dubbed because it's a cartoon, so it's dead easy to do. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know the backstory. I don't know if it was on Fox or Hulu or whatever, but I'm just glad it's on here now. It's bloody brilliant. It's boss, mate. And I've got to say, right, for me, Disney Plus is getting right up there with the Netflix now. It's phenomenal. It's ahead of Netflix for me and ahead of Prime for me. Now it's I probably watch most of my shows on Disney Plus now. Yeah, I mean we we watch we we fell in love with one of the first shows that was out on there was a Big Sky uh, mm. about a serial killer nonce, um, just fucking going round nonsense and killing, and these cops go after him, and it's fucking brutal again and series series two's just come out now so but it's it's a week at a time we've only seen the first episode because there's that much telly to watch these days um that dope stick again it's on our list because everyone's on my list everyone's just buzzing about it you know and then some of the films they're getting um that gentleman film comes out this week done it or next week it was it was in on the cinema at christmas this year or last year Yes, the king's gentleman or the league of gentlemen or yeah, we're, we're gentlemen, 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 gentlemen. <laughs> I used to be a gentleman. 
<laughs> the gentle gentleman. Yeah. yeah. There's just so many, so much boss stuff. And where it's fallen down is the Disney side of things. Yeah, you're right. The Disney side of it is is really, really quite weak. Yeah. Pixar is now just a straight to the whole thing. It's just straight to DVD. Yeah. Pixar needs a blockbuster big screen monster, don't it? Well, Lightyear will do that. I hope it does. I I think that is that is a fantastic concept for a film. It's I I can't wait to love it. What's not to love? And it could spawn about fucking ten films because it's not. I hope it's not the film about how it becomes the toy or something like that. It's just the toy was inspired by the film. You could actually do. You could actually do a. A Woody film. I know he was a TV series in Toy Story, wasn't he? Yeah. But you could take a bit of artistic life. You could have cowboy films back. Oh, they could do any. They could do anything, really. I mean, you could have both Peep Shepherds. <laughs> the most exciting, like Disney announcement that, that I've I've seen personally in the last few weeks is that Tim Allen's coming back to be Santa Claus. Oh, mate. That is, I mean, I'd have preferred number four. Yeah, yeah. Um, but as we're getting a TV series, we're getting a limited run TV series. Oh, I can't wait. I don't, uh, is Tim Allen, is he not loved anymore? Is he a bit dodgy? Is he? Well, I think he's just, he goes, he chooses the, the right over the left politically. So you know what it's like nowadays. Well, yeah, but I mean, everyone. I this is what I always say: your best mate, mate might be a Tory. Doesn't mean he's a gobshite. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. All... I mean, he, he, I may be, I may be defending him when he's done something horrific, but not like yeah. No, I don't think they'd touch him with a badge. But they, they sacked Roseanne Barr for less a tweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, I can't wait for that. I am so excited for that. Yeah, same. I really can't wait. Because he's my father Christmas as well. I, I had the Santa Claus in the 80s, um, but he he just come at a time when I needed Santa Claus in my life. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I've been watching those movies since I was a kid, so I, yeah, I can't I can't wait for later this year when when, uh, when he puts the suit on again. Yeah. So, is there anything else you want to talk about? No, I don't think so. I, I guess the only other thing I've been catching up on some old shows that are now on Disney Plus. Some of some have been on, on for a while. So I finished, I finished Family Guy, and I finished um, Brickleberry, which is a really, really again like surprisingly it's on Disney Plus. Although I know it's Star. Brickleberry is like really, really quite dark humor. Finished that, so now I'm watching Futurama. And Malcolm in the Middle. Have you watched Solar? Yes. Yeah, you're up to date on that. I think I've I've got to catch up on the latest series. I did the first one. I mean, it's ridiculous. But uh, my problem with Family Guy, right, and it's not a bad problem, it's I've watched the first maybe five series Mm. ten times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so it was always on the telly 
And then I remember getting a PlayStation. Uh, no, sorry, a PSP, right? And uh, my mate loaded up a memory card with whatever the first five series of Family Guy. Uh, so I used to watch Family Guy on repeat on my PSP. I watched it to death. And I can't I can't say, oh, I'm going to just start from Series 6. I want to start at the beginning. Yeah. And it, that was my problem with Clone Wars because I watched the first three or four episodes of Clone Wars and they were shit because it was for kids. Yeah. And it was it, it was tired. It at the time, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So I'd always give up and then I'd always want to start from the beginning again. And in lockdown, I had the opportunity to just plough on through um, until it become good. And I'd have to do the same with Family Guy. I've got to go back to the start. And, and mm. the Simpsons, don't even start me on the Simpsons. Again, I grew up with the Simpsons in the early 90s or the late 80s even, I think. Um, I've seen them episodes so many times growing up. That, that was my problem. That was my problem with the Simpsons. I, I thought, oh, I've only seen the first three seasons, but actually... There was I was like on season ten and I was like oh yeah I remember this, this is an absolute classic yeah <laughs> and I just can't face like because they're up to like season thirty aren't they or something else it's like I think it's like thirty one or thirty two now I, yeah. I just can't be asked with going through ten years worth of fucking series to get to the stuff that I haven't seen yeah I'm, I'm, but I'm desperate to watch like the Beatles episode or. Paul and Linda McCartney turn up or George Addison turns up or whatever. I, I want to watch them, but I can't be as finding them. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. I think that's it, isn't it? Yeah, I think that's it. Nothing, nothing else on me. We've chatted some shit, haven't we? Oh, it's been great, though. Yeah, it's, it's just a nice little... Like, I don't need... I, I mean, is he putting this out this week or next week? Or when, when's he putting this out? I think this week. Double bubble for the listeners. If we could talk, maybe. If we could talk long enough, Steve Wilson will have flown back from LA. Yeah, there you go. Just listening to us with a little chub on in the aeroplane, a little chub on under his little blanket. He'll have his little blanket on and then he'll be flying over Ireland getting his little croissant. Popping, so that's what you you do when when you get when you get chub on inadvertently. It's called popping a spooky. <laughs> Is that what you call it? That's what it's called. Yeah. If you if you don't mean to get one and it just happens, you know, air pressure can do that. Oh, oh air pressure, turbulence. Yeah. Yeah. I just popped a spooky. Oh, I remember that lazy lob. Yeah. We call it just a lazy lob. There's like there's mums and dads now in the car driving to the airport for their once in a lifetime Disney holiday, listening to me and you talking about lazy lobons. Well, you know, it's not as it's not as horrendous as the show has been before. I thought that was pretty pretty reserved given that we've both been left to our own devices. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm gonna text Nick. You might be dead. Who knows? Let's see. Uh... We done. Are you?
This podcast is a that production and part of the After Dark Podcast Network. <laughs> there you go. I've texted him. We may as well keep talking until he comes on. I, I mean, don't ask him any questions because you'll add another 40 minutes on the episode. He, he sounded like he was ready for bed, though, to be fair. I know, yeah, but he'll, he'll, the last little vestige of strength, he'll tell you about the time he opened a tin of beans with mere thought <laughs> or, or, or something. Uh, my my, go, my go-to sandwich at the minute, cheese, ham, pickle, American must, mustard, toasted. Oh, mate. I, I mean, I do love filling a sandwich with loads of everything. Loads of lettuce, loads of mustard, mm. loads of whatever meat I've got in. Although increasingly I'm, I'm vegetarian now. Oh, I had a McPlant today. Is it good? So, oh, right, it's boss. It's better than meat. It, it, I haven't had a McDonald's burger now for five years, basically. I've had mm. um, chicken nuggets. I've had... Um, chicken tenders i've had the vegeta- vegetable sticks and that but i haven't had a burger for five years i really just wanted to try a mcplant fucking phenomenal uh, I tell you, no, have you been to leon no so leon i think there's one yeah there's one in houston upstairs oh yeah 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 Okay. Go to Leon and try. I mean, any of their vegan stuff is really good. I will go to Leon when when I'm in Houston or Kings Cross are the two stations I travel out from from now. Both have got Leon and their vegan stuff is excellent. I will always go vegan at Leon. The only problem with the McPlant was it was the size of a postage stamp, mm. which wasn't a bad thing. Do you know what I mean? But when you you know a quarter pound a quarter pound of a cheese um that's a substantial burger i think or even a big mac is a substantial burger this was a really small petite little thing oh yeah get get the leon vegan burger it's it's really good a little go yeah we're we're getting right into all our vegan shit even though we're not vegans I think we all uh, should be having a little bit of vegetarianism in our lives. Like, but they, they've nailed the meat substitutes, haven't they? Oh, yeah. It's, fri- <laughs> it's frightening. It's frightening. That Beyond stuff, you can buy Beyond Mints now. It's just like a lump of, of stuff. You can buy Beyond uh, Meatballs, the balls of meat, and Beyond Burgers. And, oh, meat. We have we had uh, Linda McCartney um, spaghetti bolognese the other night. It's fabulous. I think I think it works really well. I've never tried it by itself, but like with a sauce. Yeah, you can't tell the difference. Well, I was cooking. I was cooking my vegetarian um, spaghetti bolognese all wrong. So what I was doing, I was cooking it as if it was mince. So I was putting the um, the, the corn into the pan and cooking it and, mm. and browning it and all that shit. And then I was adding the onions, the mushrooms, uh, the peppers, whatever else. And then the tomatoes, so, uh, the, the tin tomatoes, the chopped tomatoes or the, the pasetta, whatever. 
that's the wrong way. It's the wrong way to do it. You get your sauce done first with the with the corn and the vegetarian stuff, and then when the sauce is cooked and pipe and hot and nice, you turn it down. You stir in the frozen corn or the Linda McCartney or whatever, and you just warm it through. Mm, yeah, that's a good shout. Actually, I wouldn't think to do it that way. 